0: The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit largocc.org and click on Watch Live.
1: Friend, it's soon going to be over for all of us, and we need to think seriously about life, and there is an eternity. And we're all going to live forever and ever, world without end, someplace when this life is over. But right now we have a choice.
0: In these challenging times, it can be easy to lose perspective when it comes to praising God. But there's a way we can maintain a thankful heart, even during the worst of circumstances. On The Healing Word today, Pastor Jack Morris is here to expound on the subject of praise and how it can grow our relationship with God Almighty. So let's join the congregation at the Largo Community Church for today's message, Praising Our God.
1: I'm just concerned today about what I'm going to say about a family member of mine. Uh, My cousin, first cousin, uh, died. Well, actually, he is still in the hospital in Morgantown, west virginia his heart is beating the doctor said his brain is dead his two sons will not take the respirator off and let him go but the doctor said to my cousin's two sisters who are also my sisters who called me last night i've been i've been really working with this family my own family off and on all week long just before I went into bed last night, they called. They said, Jack, the doctor says that Bill is dead. And the two sons won't accept it. The two sons are saying they want another, some type of surgery tomorrow. And the doctor came out and said, well, now we can keep his heart going indefinitely. But they said, he's dead. He's gone to heaven. He's dead. Now, Bill hasn't served God like I would like to him. Bill's the one that's dead. He hasn't served God like I would like him to serve the Lord. But he's been a very nice man, a very good man. And uh, we were pretty close. About twice a month, we were on the phone with each other, talking and sharing. And, and I, I remember just about three, four months ago, I, I said, Bill, you need to go to church. I mean, I don't know whether what he thought he was going to live forever. I mean, 88 years old. I, I don't know what people are thinking. What's going on in their mind that this life is forever? Thank God this life is not forever with all of the difficulties and problems that we are experiencing. But there's another life for the saint of God, for the believer, a life where there is no pain, no hardship, no agony. But see, Bill had a heart attack. He had heart surgery just a few years ago. And he had a heart attack the other day. Uh, he was driving a pickup truck, and his wife was in the truck, Janelle. Known him all our lives. And um, he ran into a tree when his heart, and he was right at, at, near home, almost home. And it took the ambulance about a half hour to get there. And for that half hour, Bill didn't breathe. So he became brain dead. I'm sure he went to heaven right out of the cab of that truck. Friend, it's soon going to be over for all of us. And we need to think seriously about life. And there is an eternity and we're all going to live forever and ever world without end. Someplace when this life is over. But right now we have a choice. And I asked Bill, I said, Bill, you need to go to church. Serve God. Love the Lord. Well, praise God, he started to a little church up that way. The pastor went in the hospital and told his, uh, his uh, sisters and brothers that Bill gave his heart to the Lord. I mean, he came right down to the wire. 88 years old, saved for three months, three months before he died, gave his heart to the Lord. You see, those two sons won't accept the fact that their dad is gone. They're two nice guys. One of them had served the Lord, one of those sons, the oldest son, had served the Lord for many years. A wonderful Christian man. And then his wife had an affair, and somebody told him Blaine hurt. Oh, and Blaine became bitter, and he took it out on God. You see, friend, he lost his praise. He lost his praise. Now, it's not necessarily a difficulty when something terrible and big happens like to, to blame but there are people who are losing their praise today because of the problems the difficulties uh, their work schedule their finances uh, not not gigantic great sins but just life in general is getting people down and they're just almost too tired to get up and go to church on Sunday morning. They're too tired to read the Bible and have prayer in their private devotions. They just lost their praise. That's when the devil chuckles. That's exactly what he wanted to do. So I told the two sisters last night, well, the other day, I told them, I said, don't push those two boys and the two sons. They're, they're adults. They're married. They have their own children. I said, don't push them to take their dad off the respirator. I said, if you do, it may come back on you later on, and they'll think if you hadn't pushed me, the doctors could have done something, and maybe my dad would still be alive. And so it's, it's been a week, a big week, a heavy week, and it keeps going. It's not over. And I know you are having your week also. And the problems and trials the temptations, the difficulties, they're on you. I know they're on you. Don't lose your praise. Give up something else, but don't give up your praise to the Lord who loves you. I want you to know God. And if you do know God, the God that I know and the God that you know, if you do know him, you will praise him. Would you put verse 1 on the screen for us, please? And I want you to read verse 1, starting with, O God. Read it out now in unison. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My body longs for you in a dry and weary land where there's no water. Boy, didn't he say it right when he said, A dry and weary land where there's no water. Friend, there's no refreshing out there. And if you know God, now notice what he started out, my God. He had a God. He loved his God. His God was Abba Father, dear beloved Father. It wasn't someone else's God. It's my God. Friend, I'm asking you today, can you say my God? Because you love him, because you've experienced his love, because you're praising him, and you're not delaying or putting off uh, the praise to the Lord. My God, not a divided loyalty. See, w- w- we get involved and then things happen and we just sort of back off and we, you know, we take a, like somebody called me, I've talked to them. Not anybody that's here today, it's been several years ago, uh, Pastor Morris, I'm, I'm going to take a hiatus from church. I'm going to take a hiatus. I, don't, I haven't seen him for years. You can take a hiatus from God. But the psalmist says, I've got a God. And I know this God. And he is my God. And he said, earnestly, I seek you. He wasn't playing around with church and with religion. Notice, earnestly. Earnestly, I seek you. Because God has revealed himself. He's revealed his power. He's revealed his love. You know, when I'm thinking of heaven... I, I think of God, I think of heaven. Uh, some people, when they sing about heaven, they, they sing about thrones. They sing about mansions. They sing about crowns. Let's sing about Jesus, huh? Amen. Let's think about Jesus. Let's sing the songs of Zion. The psalmist went on to say in Psalm 30, in 73, verse 25, whom have I in heaven but you? And there is no one else on earth that I desire but you. Oh, I desire Cored, I desire my son and daughter. I desire my, my grandchildren. But when I think of God, all of them pale off. I can only really have them and care for them and support them if I have that God, my God. And I'm saying to you today, like I said to my cousin, who is waiting, waiting, heart beating, brain dead, those two boys, we can't let dad go, particularly the one boy who served God for so many years. Now he knows that life is more than the money, and he's made plenty of it. He's a well off man financially has his girlfriend that he lives with. He just put God out of his life. Friend, you can do that. I can do that. You can be as close to God or leave God out. Whatever you want to do, God's going to allow you to do it. My God. God comes first. God comes first. He's first on the calendar of every day of my life. And he can call on me at any time to do anything. I'm speaking for you. (laughs) Not just me. But God. Whom have I in heaven? When I think about heaven, yes, there's mansions. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. In my Father's house are many mansions. Yes, there's crowns. There's robes. There's all of that. But there's Jesus. The crown didn't save me. The robe didn't save me. The mansion didn't save me. But it's Jesus earnestly with ardent ardent desire I just don't serve God when all is well Uh, when everything is okay no people don't grow in Christ when everything is okay you don't grow until you are under pressure under a difficulty under strain it's just like when I go to the gym I my muscles don't develop when I stand there like this no, my muscles begin to develop. I become healthier when I begin to strain, when I'm under the pressure. That's when I grow. I don't grow just being relaxed all the time. And somebody thinks, well, boy, I could, I could really serve the Lord if I were just relaxed and in peace and had all the money in the world. And, and every relationship was, oh, A-okay. Friend, it's never going to be that way. And you're saying, I'm never then going to serve God. Oh, you wouldn't say that, but that's how you're living. That's how you're living. Pat Raker, many of you know Pat Raker. He's the one that, since 1995, has done the television work here at this church. And now he's doing the uh, editing for the uh, Healing Word, the radio program. And that's going over three, four, four channels that's going over he sent me a text the other day. He has to put those earphones on, and then he, he types in, he, he will edit and put it in within uh, 25, 26 minutes and edit out something else. And he, he's listening. He sent me a note. He, he said, water, living water is coming out of these earphones. <laughs> he said, I need a towel. Friend, when you love God, you love God's word, you're going to drink living water. Some of you are drinking living water today. Some of you are going to leave here blessed, greatly blessed, because you've had a thirst-quenching experience with the Lord. God's power and God's glory. Put up verse 2. Let's read verse 2 in unison. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. What is he saying here? I have, I have, I don't know, maybe ever nobody else, but I have seen you in the sanctuary. I've come away from the world. I've come into a, a place of retreat and refreshing. I have seen you in the sanctuary. Have I seen God this morning in this sanctuary? This is not the only sanctuary. I used to hear this young girl singing over in Baltimore when I pastored that church. She would sing the song, Shut in with God in the secret place, there in the spirit, beholding his face. Have you seen the face of God? Moses on the backside of the desert, taking care of his father-in-law's sheep, he saw this bush and the bush started burning and he turned aside and he said, to himself, I'm going to turn aside, I'm going to look at this bush. And then a voice came out of that bush. And Moses knew that he was in the presence of God. You see, Moses looked beyond the bush. Moses saw the face of God. Maybe not the literal face of God, but the voice of God. He wasn't now taken up with that bush, but with the face of God. He Saw the face of God. It says in Hebrews eleven twenty-seven that Moses persevered. He persevered. There was opposition. There was difficulty. There was the anger of the Pharaoh, the king, uh, even his own people. The Hebrews turned on him. But he persevered. he persevered. He persevered. He persevered. He didn't give up. He didn't quit. There was no quit in him. Now God speaks to him. God knew he had a true man of God, a true follower of the Lord. Have you seen God this morning in the singing, in the praying? Have you looked beyond the song? Yes, when, when somebody sings and it's a good song, it blesses my soul and I'm happy. And, and they turn and it's over and they go to sit down. I clap because I'm, I'm blessed. But sometimes that's all the further it goes. I'm congratulating them. But did I see God in that song? Did I, did I hear God in that sermon? Did I see God in, in that prayer? When, when that offering plate came by, when I put it in, did I, I see the hand of God? I, I was putting that tithe in God's hand. Hey, friend, God is here. What did he I have seen you in the sanctuary. And now, look, what happened? I beheld your power and your glory. Friend, until you see God, there's no power. There's no glory. But when you see God, let me tell you about a a, a fellow. John Gillespie McGee, Jr., 19 years old. He was a pilot in World War II. He was originally from Canada, only 19 years old, up there in the sky in combat with the Nazis and their airplanes. And he lost his life in that combat. But before he lost his life in other other flights up in the sky, uh, something happened in his heart. His life changed and He wrote a poem, and most of the aviators and pilots, uh, uh, that became their motto. And in their barracks and in their offices, they have John, 19 years old. You talk about young adults. Anybody can serve God who really wants to serve God. You've got to look beyond the singing and see God. Look beyond the preaching and see God. Look beyond the praying and see God. Well, John was up there flying and he he lost his life. But here I'm only going to read just a part, one sentence of that poem that he wrote. He said, I have skipped the surly bonds of earth. I put out my hand and touched the face of God. Friend, this earth has already let you down a hundred times, a thousand times It gives nothing. It only takes from you. John, 19 years old. I have skipped the earth. I know where my help and my blessing comes. 19 years old. I have reached out my hand. Now, that's what I do when I come to church. I sing a song, a hymn. By faith, I'm reaching out my hand. I'm touching the face of God. That song, that hymn is not a time for me to lean over and talk to Minister Hooper. Sometimes I have to. During a prayer, maybe, I bet I don't want to. I I want to see God. I want to feel God. During the prayer time, it's not a time for me to get up and run out and do something and then, then run back in again. No, I've touched the face of God at church today. And God has touched my heart. See, God cares for you, friend. He loves you with an everlasting love. On my knees, on my face, hands raised, I've entered that secret place. And now, now, I beheld his power and his glory. Yes, now things have changed. Now I have touched the face of God. I went to church and I touched God. I went into my bedroom and got on my knees with my Bible, maybe five minutes, ten minutes. That's wonderful. That's okay. But there, that becomes my sanctuary. I might be in my car. I might be on my lunch hour. But somewhere, I'm going to get in a sanctuary. I'm going to close myself in. That secret place. That secret place. And I'm going to touch the face of God. And God's going to touch me. He's going to do that. Now I can transcend any difficulty that comes against me. Listen, when I touch the face of God, I can transcend any difficulty, any pain, any setback, any conflict, any financial problem. You see, I've touched God. God and I have become Abba, and I have become his child. I have touched the face of God, and God has touched me. You see, Jesus was born king he shall reign on the throne of his father David and of his kingdom there shall be no end. That's his birth. When he lived among men, he was king over sickness and disease. He touched the paralytic and he said, and when the people complained, he said about himself, which is easier to say, thy sins be forgiven thee or to take up your bed and walk? You see, Jesus was king over sickness. Jesus was king over paralysis. Demons Charged at him, and Jesus spoke to the demons. Ask him, What's your name? Legion. There's a thousand of us who are going to bring you down, Jesus. And Jesus said, Come out, you devil. You see, Jesus was king over the dark world. Jesus was king over death. He died, but he rose again on the third day. He's king. No, so whatever problem is going on today. Reach out and touch the face of God. Did you miss the hymns? Come earlier next week and sing them. Touch the face of God. Tithe, pray, hear the word. Touch the face of God. Go out into that surly world. You've touched the face of God and the King of kings. and The Lord of lords is there with you to bless you and to help you. Now you have something to praise the Lord for. Ask. It'll be given. Seek. You'll find, whatever it is, he is king. And he's coming back again. And when he comes, he's coming back as king of kings and lord of lords. Have you touched the face of God this morning? Have
0: you? I hope you were blessed by today's healing word message and were encouraged to touch the face of God through prayer. Bible reading and singing songs that glorify him If you need someone to pray for you email your request to the pastoral staff at the Largo Community Church at contact us at thehealingwordministries.com The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus but we can't do it alone Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow. You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. When you contact us, Pastor Morris will return a note of thanks and we'll lift your name up in prayer to God with heartfelt thanks and appreciation. Be sure to tune in to WAVA tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.